Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abdi, and oops, I just messed it up. I am coming on to you both live on Facebook as well as I am on the air at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first give honor to my Heavenly Father for blessing me and waking me up this morning. I also want to thank my loyal listeners for listening, and for those of you that I just sent a text message inviting you and questioning you, if you are going to come on the air, please give me a call. Kevin, I see you're watching. Kevin, you can call in, too, because I want to hear about your face being tested. So, looks like we already have one of the callers calling, so I'm going to log around. But today is... Tuesday, and on Tuesday is when we do the segment from the pulpit to the couch, where you will receive biblical teachings from myself, Jeanette Abney, and licensed therapists, as well as other biblical scholars or individuals that are in this ministry. Now, today's topic is called Tested Faith. I want to first log on to call her because I don't know how long she's going to be on with us today. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing this morning? I haven't heard from you in a while, so what's been going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just been busy, oh. you know. Um, baby about to graduate from college, so just been preparing, making preparations. Can't really go anywhere, but you know, make it fun at home. Wow, that time went by so fast. Wow. Well, I, I thank know. you for calling in. I also call Mother Perkins, so I want to hear her input today, too. So I'm on Facebook Live, so I'm trying to do all of this stuff at one time. I need to upgrade my phone because my phone got me looking like Miss Belusa from Norbit. You know, it just got me looking real huge and it's getting on my nerves. But <laughs> either that or I need to continue my apple cider vinegar. You know, if the president can still talk about the medication from uh, Plaquenil, I guess I can promote apple cider vinegar which is very funny. We're going to be talking about that today, too. But today's show, Tammy, is entitled Tested Faith. Now, it seems like today, more than ever, we need a word from the Lord. And many appear to be in a state of confusion, as many also appear to be losing their freaking mind. That leads me to ask the question, where is your faith? And it kind of goes back to the have ye little faith. Now, with that being said, today's show is designed because what I want to know is, do you feel that your faith is being tested or are you being tempted? Now, as individuals are not able to fellowship and worship with others, and we've got so used to that, and based on what we are seeing and hearing on the news as well as witnessing in our homes and in our community. Tammy, I want to ask you, do you believe that people are still taking their cares and casting up on the Lord, or do you think that many individuals are trying to put things to their own hands, or taking matters to their own hands? Oh, um, I can I can um, barely hear you. It's going in and out. And, um, okay, did you hear? You did you hear what I just said? Yes, I'm just here. I might have to go off uh, of yeah. Facebook so I, I can put the up to my ear, my question was to you, do you believe that individuals are still trusted and having faith in God or their higher power, or do you think that individuals are taking matters into their own hand now? Well, both. Um, I think both is happening, and um, you have to go through things for your faith to be tested in mm-hmm. order to see if you have you know, if you have faith, unmovable faith, untouchable faith, because now is the time, if any, to have faith in God with us going through this pandemic and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, and just because just because we're following the laws of the land, a lot of people don't want to abide by the rule and wear the mask and do all that. But to me, I think that's just using wisdom. It has nothing to do with you don't trust God. Yeah, you trust God, but you got trust in God is also following the laws of the land. So you trust him and he will keep you, you know. So you have to, you know, a lot of people's faith is wavering because, um, you know, they, they're they just like, man, why are we in this? Why is this happening? 
But, you know, your faith has to be tested. How will you know that you have faith, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, you have to be tested. So the thing, just look to God because he knows. He knows what he's doing. There's a reason for everything. God has a reasoning for everything. He's allowing us to go through this for a reason. I believe he's trying to purge some of us. I believe he's allowing some of us time to get right. That's why you're supposed to stay at home because he's giving you time to focus, meditate, pray, do what you got to do to get yourself in right standing with him. So I believe Mm -hmm. that to be true. I believe God has a hand in this, and it's time to get right. You know, get right, church, and let's go home. (laughs) So it's time to wake up and get it together. I like how you put that, wake up, wake up. That is true because, you know what, and God can also test our faith. And it was interesting because before the show, I kind of waited a while before I went on Facebook because I was trying to see what they were talking about on CNN with the news, and I know that the president was talking about he's been taking the medication Plaquenil, which is an anti-malaria drug which is also used to treat lupus and um, other type of rheumatoid um, symptoms. And I was watching him, and I was looking at his face. Well, who's seen him take Girl, wait a minute. I was looking at his face like, uh, did they put makeup on him? Because I remember when I took that medication, it made my skin dark. My feet are still black. And I didn't take it that long. I said, he's going to mess around. He's going to be African-American and don't even realize it. He's been talking about Obama so bad. He's going to mess around and turn back. <laughs> because that's if he take, really taking it. Well, you know what? If he take it, because that medication messed my skin up. I had to discontinue it. It messed my voice up and my skin. I had all kind of blotches in my legs and my feet. Okay, let me log on the next caller. But well, I don't know if I was no. going to notice it's a little darker. Um, good morning. This is Jeanette. Welcome to Purchase Predicaments. Never ended in 6-9. How are you doing? Good. How are you this morning, Miss Jeanette? I am well, Miss Thea. Thank you for calling in. And um, I see that Mr. Man did eat all the food today. So hopefully he's not yeah. testing your face because he's been testing mine. No, listen. Listen, he's saying something. Granny? Yes, Ryder. Um, Thea shared what her vitamins were me. <laughs> okay, Ryder. Okay, so that's going to be good today, okay? All right, so Tammy, okay. when, we start talking, when we start talking about faith, give us the biblical term when it first comes to faith because if we're supposed to have faith, and I'm looking at something, and it's coming from billygram.org, and the question was, does God sometimes test our faith by letting hard times happen to us? If so, why does he do it? And doesn't he already know whether or not our faith is genuine? Meaning, why test us if our faith is supposed to be genuine? But can you explain to the listeners, first of all, what is faith? And then we'll dive into that question. Huh? Well, I can, it's hard for me to hear. It's like going in and out. I hear a lot of stuff. So you fade in and out, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to put it all together, but um, you were talking about, well, you know, I can say a lot of stuff about, um, yeah, I can, I can say a lot of stuff about having faith because um, okay. another thing is, hello? I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Can you hear? What have you saying about faith? Okay. I, I'm saying that another thing about um, faith is, you know, when you, when you have faith, you you have faith and you believe the scripture as well. Because when you um, read scripture and and you have faith, you trust in things. What does it say? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you're believing God for something that hasn't even happened yet, but you just trust and believe that it's gonna happen. So what Correct. what you're doing is you're just you're believing the scripture because it said He is the Word and the Word is Him. So you know, you're believing what the scriptures say about faith, and that's where that will enhance your faith if you trust what the Word of God is saying, because it's in His time when He will move. So if you trust that He's going to move in His time, then you have faith and you stand strong and firm on His Word and believe that, because, you know, it's not in our time, and it's not, you know, this is what I want right now, because God has to get the glory out of everything He does, 
So you have to wait on him. So that's what we do. And we have faith to wait on him and believe and trust that he's going to do it. Good. I like how you put that out there, Tammy, because a lot of individuals don't really understand what that means. And it's his time. And I'm looking at myself on Facebook Live. I'm about to take myself off because my lipstick show is ugly. But the mall is closed, and I can't buy no lipstick and no lip gloss. So I just have to dig and find what I can, and it is still not matching. So with that being said... <laughs> I'm going off Facebook Live because I'm not, I'm just trying to let these people know. Put on some Vaseline. I need to do something because this is so not cool. My favorite lipstick, I can't find it. It just disappeared along with my driver's license. And I'm just trying to find other other seven. My daughter told me, she said, Mom, you know they don't look good on you no more. You used to wear that color years ago. And I'm trying to dig it back up, come back to the old school, honey. It is so not working. Okay, Thea, what do you want uh-huh. to say and tell us as it relates to faith? Just the term and the word faith according to the Bible. I believe, um, like, the, like the lady was saying a couple minutes ago, Faith is the belief in things not seen. And, you know, our our prayers are basically um, faith-based. If, if we pray, okay, whether we pray in the spirit or we're praying for uh, worldly desires, no matter what we're praying for, if we don't have the faith that God is going to deliver, odds are we're going to be sitting around talking about why, Lord, why, why, Lord, why. And but faith is the belief, faith is the belief in things not seen. So when we pray, if we believe that God is a provider and that God has heard that prayer and will deliver, prayers get answered. You know, it's just we have to have faith, and faith is the belief in things not seen. Wow, that's powerful. I had a person tell me today that um, his mother prays a lot, and his mother took some holy oil and was sprinkling around his business. And checks just been coming in and coming in. He said, at first, he didn't want to believe it. I said, well, did you call your mother and tell her thank you? He said, no, because I don't want her to say something or her tell me I told you. I said, she might not tell you say a word. She might just smile because your mama trusted her. She knew what she was doing because she did not want your business to fail, nor did God want your business to fail. He said, you know, I've been getting money from all kind of different places. And I remember at first he was afraid and thinking that, you know, things was going to, you know, a belly flop. But you've got to have faith. And with all this going on, many individuals are struggling with that. So let me go off of Facebook Live. And, again, if you're on Facebook, you want to call in on the show, give us a call, 516-387-1914. And we will be on live until 1230. After that, you can click on the link, and you can also listen to the show in demand. So I want to thank you for joining me here at Facebook. Thank you. Okay, Thea. Now, Mm -hmm. we started talking about the hard times. And a lot of times, say, you got to go through it in order to have a better understanding, especially when we start talking about God. Now, uh-huh. I asked the question earlier, does God sometimes test our faith by letting hard times happen to us? And a lot of times, and especially a lot of older individuals, I've heard, and I, I mean, I, I really miss my ex-mother-in-law. She was one that stood on um, the, the scriptures with Second Corinthians, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, I'll then heal the land. And we're seeing so much stuff going on even in our home, even in our, with our we're just seeing a lot. What do you think, mm-hmm. and I know you may not know the answer what God is trying to tell us, but what is your concept when it comes to God sometimes testing our faith by letting hard times and things happen to us? The first thing that's put on my mind when you said that is we have to experience suffering in order to surrender. Because um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I won't say that God tests our faith because I like to believe in a merciful, generous, and loving God. He doesn't test my faith. But what he allows is for me to go through trials so that I can test my faith and see where my where my heart lays, you know. Like when I start mm-hmm. going through things, am I going to say, man, God, I can't believe you're letting all this happen? Or am I going to say, thank you, Lord, for this? What am I supposed to be getting out of it? 
You know, and so mm. I mean, we talk. We it talks about in the Bible that so okay, suffering and sorrow can be suffering and sorrow are my companions. You know, and mm-hmm. the more I suffer, you know, it's like God. He refines us. You know, he 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 allows us to go through trials and tribulations because they turn into testimonies later when we turn back to Him. And, but we have to, mm-hmm. in my own personal opinion, I'm gonna stick with the first thing that came to my mind is I had to suffer before I could surrender. Because if I hadn't mm. experienced the suffering, I would have never known that I needed to surrender. I would have still been trying to handle things myself, thinking, okay, I got to do this. What am I not doing? Oh, I, 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 I. And there is no I in God. You know, and so I like when I that. learned to turn to the Lord, when I surrendered, then, you know, I, 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 I started getting relief from my suffering. And my sorrow started to turn the song, you know. It mm-hmm. was like he just started lifting me up the more I leaned on him. Mhm. I like that. Tammy, any comments you have in regards to that? Or, because a lot of times we used to say, why do good things happen to bad people? You know, and when Thea was speaking, it kind of reminded me of what she was telling me yesterday about Ryder and I. Sometimes we got to find out things the hard way because we just hard-headed. <laughs> we always got a plan. <laughs> So we go test other people. We go test things. We, you know, we want things to go our way. We get frustrated with stuff don't work, you know. So when we start talking about that in regards to um, testing our faith, and sometimes it's our patience, or is it really our faith? Tell me, Tammy, anything you want to add to that? Well, no. I mean, that was good. God do test our faith. How would he know if he can trust us or believe us? How how does he know um, if our prayers are real and if we believe in what we're saying? If you have faith and believe what you're praying, because if not, you're mm-hmm. wasting you're wasting your time. So and, you know, and mm-hmm. some some people they they're just praying to be praying to say, oh, I pray every day. But do you believe what you're praying? Because how can God yeah, let you have faith and believe? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm looking at, like I said, I'm getting this information from BillyGraham.org and with the question that I asked, and it says that sometimes God does test our faith just as he tested the faith of the ancient Israelites by allowing them to go through hard times in the wilderness. And in order to know what's in your heart, and that's a Deuteronomy 8.2. But we got to remember, if our faith is weak, it may not be obvious when life is going smoothly. Ryder is being so loud. And if we aren't challenged in any way, but when hard times come, a weak faith will be revealed for what it really is, shallow and unable to help us through life's difficulties. It may be anything, meaning an unexpected illness, the death of a loved one, the loss of a job, or even a friend who turns against us. But when hard times happen, the true nature of our faith will be revealed. And that's what's happening with this pandemic. You know, the first thing people was doing was buying up toilet tissue. And I remember people were saying, why are they buying up all the toilet tissue but leaving all the soap? They go wipe their butt but not wash their butt? You know? <laughs> so individuals were doing things because they didn't think they were going to make it. But we've been making it. And things, and to be honest, Jimmy, some people's lives have changed for the better even though some people have lost their life, yeah. we got to use wisdom. People are spending more time at home. They, like me, mm-hmm. they clean up their house, you know, spending more time with their grandkids and their loved ones. Some people got more money now than they ever had in their bank account in their life. So, and then, yeah, people are still complaining. I'm, I'm bored. I want to go to the beach. You better keep your butt at home and stop playing. Now, what do you have to say in regards right. to that, Tammy? No, that, that's right. I mean, it has, and, and that's what I'm saying. God is, he's given us a chance to, you know, to just get things in order. And that's what mm-hmm. I believe. And families are mending. You know, I mean, husbands are staying home. And, you know, they're spending time with their children, their children and their wives. I mean, families are coming back together. Relationships are mending. And, you know, I believe, you know, this happens for a reason. I'm going to keep saying that because, you know, mm-hmm. God is ready for the land to be healed. I mean, come on, people, we got to get it together. And he's waiting That's for true. us to be on one accord. 
I mean, and some people are still going to be out there, but if they don't want to, you know, if they don't want to jump aboard, then, hey, just leave them where they at. This this is time to mend relationships or, or break them, you know, make them mm-hmm. break them. You know, some people that and should that be true. in your life, this is the time to cut them off. Time mm-hmm. for people to be in your life, it's time to bring them in closer. So, you know, it's just a chance to get everything right in our life and get things lined up and ready Correct. for him to come. That is true. That is so true. And a lot of times individuals are so caught up and wrapped up in immediate gratification and wanted to feel good now, right. they missing, they're missing their lesson. Because I know even myself, I have not been working as long as I usually have. There have been days that I sat at home, the whole day went by. All I, I was in the bed. I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm not used to this. <laughs> but I'm trying to do things differently. I'm cleaning up, finding stuff, getting mad. I'm finding stuff that's like 16, 17 years old. I'm like, oh, wait. Well, you know what? You know what, Jeanette? We had so many people, so many, and I'm one of them. So I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. So you know what he did? Let there be rest. Now you ain't got no, mm-hmm. you ain't got nothing but time to rest. Get all the mm-hmm. you can right now because when this lifts, you're going to have to start hitting the ground running. So I know. Get your rest. All the ones I was saying hey. I'm tired, now's the time. Rest. Stop mm-hmm. trying to go places. Just rest. Get your, get your um stuff in order, you know. Get all your get your, get all your stuff in order, you know. And that is so, rest. so true because I remember old folks used to tell me that all the time, and I didn't want to listen. You know, I was like, I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, I just had to be sitting up in these offices. Shoot, as God is my witness here. You know, I've been, I even came home early yesterday. <laughs> be like, okay, what you that doing yeah, at home? people getting red. Mm-hmm. People getting sleep. People getting red. People waking mm-hmm. up more beautiful because they bags gone, they black circles gone because they sleep, you know? So, hey. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sometimes you have mm-hmm. to see. Sometimes you have to see the good and what you think is bad. Sometimes you have to see That's the good. That's true. You have to see what's that really true. happening and what's going on. Uh, 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 what about somebody just sent me a text message, and they said, "I'm very upset. You were so worried about your appearance, and I'm trying to make up for a class and watch you on Facebook. <laughs> then you go off because <laughs> your appearance is not that bad." You silly. So when we talk about these things and we're talking about a, a test and in regards to know if your faith is being tested, I have some information and it comes from IBelieve.com and it talks about three ways to know your faith is being tested. And like I said, trials and tribulations are just one of the few certainties that we will have in life, and none of us can escape the peaks or the valleys because we think we can, but we can't. And it's easy sometimes to feel inadequate when sharing our trials, even to the point of feeling guilty and shame. We utilize some imaginary spirit rulers we've created to tell ourselves our faith doesn't measure up in comparison to others. But sometimes we talk about these trials and tribulations, Tammy. You know, I've dealt with the, the passing of a friend. You know, I'm, I'm looking at people being sick. I've been trying to get in touch with Delano because he's been calling me. His phone is freaking full. I know he lost his brother-in-law to the coronavirus. So a lot of things are happening. My voice keeps giving out where I can't talk as loud and as long as I used to. But with these things happening, James um, chapter 1 Two through four says, count it all joy, my brother. When you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, sadness, and the and let steadfastness have a, a full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And you know, Tammy, a lot of individuals are struggling with that verse, and it indicates that first. We must know that we are not alone in experiencing these sentiments. We will all meet trials. And furthermore, without them, it's impossible to attain a mature, steady, and unwavering faith. That goes to what you were saying, Thea, about a testimony. 
Our testimony comes from the test that we've endured and we've had to go through. And we long for a deeper connection with God. But often it takes those times when God feels furthest away and our trials to actually get there. Any comment, ladies, in regards to that? I agree with that. I mean, it, it takes, like, it takes a lot to get most people's attention. I mean, because most mm-hmm. of us are self-driven, and we feel like we're doing this on our own. You know, we feel like our, our best efforts put forward should pay out, and we should reap big rewards. But it, it calls, we are built, we are designed to rely on God and to depend on God. And without strong faith, we can't do that. And, you know, like, I know it says in the Bible that God tests our faith. I don't like to think, me personally, I don't like to think of God ever testing me because he knows already what I've been through, what I'm going to go through. I like to see him as putting me in situations so that I can test myself. He already knows which way I'm going to go. Psalm 139 tells me there's nothing about me he doesn't know. He knew me before I was even born. And so he puts mm-hmm. me in situations so that I can find out where my faith lies, so that I have to mm-hmm. test my own faith. He already knows what the result is going to be, but he needs for me to see, am I going to lean on him or am I going to claim to be self-dependent? And it has to be mm-hmm. really, I mean, some of us are really pig-headed. I mean, we, we got heads made of stone and we think, okay, you know what? I can do that. I'm just going, I'm just going to go head on at it. And until we just really got to have that big old thick skull cracked, we don't, we don't get it. Okay. No, I need to rely on God. Okay. I need to, I need to just let go and let God, since some of let us, go. it just takes mm-hmm. a lot. It's funny when you said that I was thinking I had a friend that used to tell me, Jeanette, keep up with your head to the white meat. And I used to be like, ooh, I don't want to see white meat. That's going to hurt, you know. And then I'm sitting up there thinking about when the coronavirus hit and the casinos got closed down, how mad I was. And then Pastor was like talking to me. Your brother Teddy was bringing up on the radio one time, like, I wonder what she's going to do now that the casino is closed. <laughs> And, you know, and it's crazy because I used to say, I don't have no man, I don't have no boyfriend, so I'll go to the casino. But now that the casinos are even opening, I don't even have a desire to go. I don't even want to go. Now, these are, when I was indicated earlier, that there are three ways to determine if your faith is being tested. One is you encounter doubt. Eve doubted God's instructions in the garden. Abraham doubted he could have a son. The Bible is filled with examples of doubt. One example in particular makes one feel a little better about themselves for doing the same is found in the Gospel of Matthew. And Matthew twenty-eight seventeen says, And when they saw, they worshipped him, but the doubted, but some doubted. Even after the resurrection, some of the same men who did um, life with, with um, Jesus, who walked the same ground, who shared the same meals, who saw his work in their own eyes, doubted. That's one way that you know your faith is being tested because you start to doubt things. And that's what I mm-hmm. see that's happening is many of us are doubting things. Another one is you encounter changes. There are many ways we feel effects of change. Sometimes the change can either be exciting only to catch us off guard when we find ourselves feeling as if we're spiraling out of control. We feel these things happen in our life relating to what the Israelites went through and more than we like, and full of excitement as we set off the promised land. Then the third one that they talk about is you encounter suffering, meaning First mm-hmm. Peter 5.10 says, and after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore Confirm, strengthen, and establish you Meaning God mm-hmm. created us to glorify him However, because of sin, our tendency is to turn inward But unfortunately, right. suffering is a means to an end Any comment, right. lady? And those were some three things that we are really, really seeing And like I said, we see them in our home We see them in our communities Even watching the news listening to the radio, all this stuff, we're like, wow. And it makes you wonder, why are people, and Thea, you know, you and I had this conversation, and you asked, why are people playing with God? 
why why are they doing this? Why, why? You know something ain't nothing good going to come out of this. But they still mm-hmm. not listening. They still want to the do God what they want to do. Mm-hmm. The God of this world has people's minds blinded. And they can't even see that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And some of them, I mean, like, for me, for instance, for a long time, I was trapped in darkness and didn't even know it because I carried my Bible everywhere I go. I read it every day. I even used my, I even used scripture to back my BS. And then as God, as I, as I started to lean more on the Lord in my days, in the, the years before my surrender, I started to seek him more. Um, sincerely, more fervently, mm-hmm. I started really just seeking him, and like I didn't know, I stopped with all my wordy prayers. Later, I stopped with all my wordy prayers, and I just started saying, "Okay, Lord, I thank you that even in times like this, you made a way for me that." We know not what we ought to pray for, and I thank you for the Holy Spirit that's at the foot of your throne right now making intercession for me, and I, and I bow here right now in agreement with that, Lord. Your will be done. I mean, and then I started seeing the same verses I was using to back my BS. Well, God knows because the Bible says in such and such that this and that and that and this. And then I started reading the, first, the, the verses before that and the verses after that. I was like, oh, you know, it was like it was an eye opener for me. You know, you don't just read that one verse because it goes along with what you're doing and it makes it okay for you to be you. No, you read the verses before that and you mm-hmm. read the verses. And I was like, oh, Absolutely. and I thank God that he opened my eyes. Well, I got a testimony right now. My voice just started giving out on me. And then I thought about it. I said, dang it. I left my coffee drop sitting on the cab. And my throat is killing me. <laughs> That is killing me, Thea. But you know, I've been sitting at since nine o'clock this morning. Girl, no, I didn't just find a pack of house of Hall tripling soothing action to sore throat relieves cough. Girl, I just saw some cough drops sitting right in front of my face. I hadn't seen anything all that. I'm about to take it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I have faith in God. Cause my voice is right. killing me. I'm like, oh, I can't talk. I'm about to give out. My throat is sore. And I'm like, what is this? Girl, I pulled that back. It was like, some cough drops. <laughs> Girl, you just never know. You never know. Now, when we start talking about these things, Tammy, too, and also with faith, a lot of times people would just say, oh, you just lucky. Oh, you know what? It don't happen to me like that. And one of the things that I'm noticing, too, is especially as a therapist, a lot of individuals are seeking professional help from counselors and therapists. They're looking for medications. They're looking for the quick fix. They they want this immediate gratification. You know, they used to wear our pastors out. You know, they would call the pastor in early in the morning, late at night, you know, trying to, to, to get the pastor to try to, to give them confirmation to things. But we need to have our own personal relationship because our faith can move mountains. I'm looking at some other information and it talks about eight things you should start doing when your faith is being tested. Because first of all, a lot of individuals don't even like to admit when their faith is being tested. They really don't. They'll even slip into depression. They'll say they got anxiety. They want to drink. They want to smoke. They want to, you know, engage in bad um, habits. And sometimes they will even self-sabotage things because of their faith. Any comments in regards to that lady before I share some more information? I want to hear what you didn't really say. (laughs) What did you say, Tammy? (laughs) Okay, I didn't didn't hear you. People do. I said people do self, they do Mm self-sabotage themselves and they Mm -hmm. like to blame it on God, but it's not God. You know, mm-hmm. he said he'll never put more on us than we wear. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And you know, uh, he, you know, he, he don't put heavy burdens on us. He'll never. And right there, when he said he won't give you more than you can bear, you should already know whatever you go through, he knows you can make it through it. So mm-hmm. right. that right there should help. That should help you. Yeah, that should help you. You know, that should help your faith in him. To believe mm-hmm. him more because what you're the things you're gonna go through you should be able to bear it because it said he he won't put more on you than you can bear. 
That's so true. everything and, you know, we go through, we, used, we can come out on the mm-hmm. side. That's true. And we used to take it to the altar. altar. Now you can take it to your kitchen floor and pray. Take it to your bedroom mm-hmm. floor and pray. Now, eight things you should start doing when your faith is tested. And it indicates that one of our biggest challenges we face on our spiritual journey is completely trusting God's will, especially when our faith is being tested. A huge sign that you're questioning your faith is when you begin to wrestle with Jesus. You start questioning him. And this is often a result of our disappointment in our lives based on our experiences and our expectations. See, that goes back to what you were saying, Thea, when you talk about the I. Is I want this, mm-hmm. I want that, I expect this, I expect that. And while we can't avoid disappointment, we're told through scriptures to trust in Jesus and his promises for us. If you are dealing with a disappointment right now, remember that you can rely on Jesus. And a lot of individuals mm-hmm. are finding that hard to believe. Girl, I got a book. My book is wore out about as bad as when my mama's Bible was. And it talks about the promises of God. And each promise, I will go back and I will stand on them words like, look, you promised me this. You said you would go do that. Because we can't depend on man to do things for us. And when we talk about man, and sometimes even husband, we can't depend on them to do it either. Because sometimes they're not able. Now, the scriptures to trust Jesus and his promises, if you're dealing with disappointment, it says when we recognize God's goodness, even in our daily struggles and disappointment, we can re- we have to know then that we really know God. And these are the eight things you can do. First, seek the Lord's guidance. A lot of times mm-hmm. we're so busy and we become so impatient, we want to do things on our own. Seeking the Lord's guidance. Thea, what is your response to that in regards to seek the Lord's guidance? That's first and foremost, you know, um, like you were, like I was saying earlier, we are designed to need him. We are created. When people say, I just feel like something's missing, we are created to seek God. And so when I lean not on my own understanding, it's a lot of times throughout my day. And see, that's what surrendering did for me, you know, surrendering, letting go and letting God for real, for real, for real. Finally, just for real, letting go of something that I couldn't handle. He took over. And so now I've just, I've grown in the habit. I practice it daily, multiple times a day. I will even literally just throw my hands up and say, okay, Lord, what is it? And thy will, not mine, be done. And I'll just try to be still and just write and all of a sudden, like I said in the Bible, and suddenly it'll just come to me what my next move should be. I I practice that more and more today because um it just works out so good, you know. And I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being I I just I, I'm everywhere I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there. Yep. And a lot of times individuals struggle with that because they struggle with seeking the Lord's guidance. Indicating when your faith is being tested, you should seek the Lord's guidance in prayer and through his word. Because the Bible many times when something happens, praying and learning what God is saying about our situation is the last thing we want to do. Because like I said, sometimes I'm listening to CNN, I'm, I'm watching it, I'm listening to the radio. And see, you know what? And God is funny. Because what I just what I just thought about the you know how mm-hmm. I will go to sleep with the TV on. You know, I'm so busy listening to Stephanie when I get home. Girl, God made it where we, I didn't even have access to a TV. And what did I do? I went to go buy one because the TV box broke. I had no satellite. He was trying to talk to you. He was trying yeah. to get. He Where trying to get. He trying to get you still and quiet. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then AT&T told me I had an $800 bill. I said, my bill ain't $800. <laughs> like, you ain't got no money. We about to shut it off. So I got mad. What I do, I went to Walmart. When I went to Walmart, it wasn't a TV in Walmart. <laughs> I was still determined to do what I wanted to do. I said, mm-hmm. I can't go to sleep without the TV. <laughs> I, I made you go to another Walmart with me. It's still there have no internet cable. But watch the news. You know that just came to my mind. 
He trying to tell you something. He he trying to tell you something. That was God's way of telling me, you that leave that alone. I'm going to make sure you ain't watching no more CNN. You ain't going to be listening to Fox News. You're not going to be arguing in the car, talking about how these people ain't making no sense. Listen and trust my guidance. Girl, how to mm-hmm. how to take how to cable. Like, how did Fox fall? We wasn't in the room. The whole thing just broke. No connection. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Oh, God. That was. But you know what? His word, the Bible, many times, like I said, when something happens, praying and learning what God has said about our situation is the last thing we want to do, which is true. And we often try to solve the problem ourselves or seek someone else's direction when things get worse. Because teacher was so mad at me, why you go buy all them TVs? Why you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, devil going to make it where I can't watch TV? I'll go buy two more. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, but it might it might have been it might have been the Lord trying to tell you I need to speak to you and I'm not going to yell to be heard over the TV. <laughs> I know, I know. So this, wow, <laughs> wow! I just thought about that. I just really thought about that. Here I am, just being hard at it, and um, everything. <laughs> the same thing you're talking about today. <laughs> From TV. I could have been over reading my Bible. I got mad because I couldn't watch TV. <laughs> I'll show them. I'm going to go buy me a yeah. I'm going to buy me a smart TV. TV was so smart, I couldn't even hook it up. <laughs> and then, so, what was you going to say? And then he made it to where the store you went to didn't have no TVs, but that didn't stop you. <laughs> I know. Not a TV. See, I ain't never been in the store and didn't have a TV. I said, and so, it, but the part I'm laughing at and is running circles in my head right now is so then he finally inspired you to talk about it yourself since you wouldn't let him talk to you about it. Well, because I didn't realize the message. I missed it to just now. <laughs> he got you talking about it because he figured now you're here. <laughs> and then, and then with direct TV. Dropped off the boxes. It was so many wires. I said, the hell with this. <laughs> and you didn't say my godbrother showed up yet. So I still ain't going to have no cable. <laughs> so, okay, so another thing you talked about now that I just passed all of that is being strong <laughs> and of good courage. When our faith is being yes. tested, it's important that we are strong and of good courage, as the Bible instructs. One of our primary themes of the book is Joshua, in regards to strong and of good courage, and, and oh God, I can't even talk anymore. My my throat is giving out on me. While the Book of Numbers showed that Israel lacked faith to enter the land of the Canaan, um, God inspired Joshua with courage and faith to lead Israel to meet the enemy face to face. Because trusting God to give them the victory, a lot of times we don't think we have the victory, and we do, because. When our faith is being tested at times, you know, we also, it goes back into praise and worship. But I want to talk to you, Thea, about being strong and of good courage. What is your comment in regards to that? When I hear that, the first thing that comes to my mind is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So being strong Mm -hmm. and of good courage puts me in mind to remember where my strength comes from. Mm-hmm. So Thea, And I can't do anything it, without him. Thea, it, it don't come from saying two black bees from Compton, scared of a... <laughs> <laughs> and I got strong. <laughs> I ain't no punk. I was strong and I was courageous. But them suckers keep uh, playing. I'm trying everything, and they just keep coming <laughs> back. <laughs> so we're going to be mm-hmm. strong and of good courage. And and um, and um when we start talking about that, a lot of times we kind of take it out of, out of proportion, but we do have to be strong and of good courage. And courage takes a lot for individuals because sometimes individuals, they want to give up, they want to give out, but we have to be courageous. Another right. thing is we have to start praising and worshiping God when our tested faith is being tested. Because when our faith mm-hmm. is being tested at times, praising God may not be the easiest thing to do, 
as we can. All we can think about is what we're facing. But the best time to start worshiping and praising God is when your faith is being tested. Praise and right. worship serves as a form of therapy that somehow comforts you in your situation. Girl, because I will break out with a praise or listen to me some gospel music in a heartbeat. I'm like, uh-uh, this this, this no, this not right now. Not right now. Girl, be like last night I tell writer, I'm taking a time out. Honey, I needed to go in and praise <laughs> and worship because he was getting on my nerves. So, again, praise and worship. Any comments? Right. I think for me, why that's so powerful is like, okay, they'll say, I've heard people say, you can't be miserable and happy in the same sentence. Mm. Well, that's like with mm-hmm. praise. I can't be, I can't be frightful, scared. I can't be anything negative when I'm praising the Lord because if, you know how you go if you're happy and you know it, sing a song. If I'm praising mm-hmm. God, I'm singing mm-hmm. a song. Mm-hmm. I'm singing to the Lord, and so if I'm singing to the Lord, I'm glorifying him. I'm remembering where all my strength comes from. I'm remembering who's in control. I'm remembering who knows everything that's going on and what's going to happen next, even the things I can't see. And I'm like, I'm in my moment when I'm praising God. It can't nothing wipe me out. And, I mean, when you look at the times in the Bible when people were praising, their enemies started fighting against each other, and that's how they won battles, mm-hmm. you know, singing, praising the Lord, and all the doors pop open, you know what I mean? Yeah. Praise just is powerful because it puts the it puts my focus back on the one who's in control, and I know he's unstoppable. Yeah. You know, as I'm sitting here, I'm just thinking about yesterday, and I forgot to tell you on the air, happy birthday, so I'm going to tell you happy birthday, even oh, though your birthday was you. yesterday. And I saw how oh, happy you was yesterday. Even when I got ready to oh bake you the God. cake and I couldn't find a doggone blender, I blended it with my hand. But we still baked that cake. <laughs> so we're going to do like like they did on I could see the Eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake. <laughs> but you're talking about praise and worship. We have to praise him. And you were very happy to be celebrating your birthday. You want to Mm -hmm. comment in regards to that? Because I saw you praising. I mean, it's just okay for all the times I used to sit around thinking, Lord, what have I done wrong? What have I done so bad? It's like now I'm just thanking him like, Lord, apparently I did some things right because I've just been so blessed these past, like, um, like these past few months, I mean, just having a place for my son to come visit me like that and treat me to a lunch. I'm not sitting here wanting to cry right now. It's just like so many days I used to sit and think, what have I done so wrong? I used to even believe that I must have lived another life. I told people I lived another life and I was such a cool, rotten human being that God sent me back to make up for some of the foul deeds and some of the pain I caused other people. And I believed that, you know, so I just believed mm-hmm. that I was doomed in this life to suffer nothing but pain. And I mean, now with good things happening, it's like, wow, you know, it's, I, I, I find myself over and over saying, how could I ever have doubted you? Mm-hmm. I just want you to know, I recognized that yesterday. I could see the worship and the praise in your face, how happy you was for your birthday. But most people get, they'd be mad because they're getting older. <laughs> I'm getting old. But you I'm, I'm, so it's, happy. <laughs> it's like I'm glad, I, I'm glad that through the darkest times, he, I, I'm just where I'm so grateful for my mother. One thing she did was she instilled in us a belief in God. She made sure that we had a God that we could believe in because when those times when there was no one else around, we had God. She made sure that we knew that. And I love her for that because days like yesterday, I'm so glad I never gave up. I'm so glad Mm -hmm. I never gave up. I'm so glad that I knew no matter what I had, God, even if I was cussing at him, grumbling at him, crying, complaining, ask why, why they say don't question the Lord. Well, I'm asking you why, you know, things like that. I'm glad that I had him and still Mm -hmm. do. I mean, I'm glad I never gave up. I'm grateful that my mom taught us to have a God that we could believe in. Because um, I'm I'm grateful to have lived this long to be able to say Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's why writers' why questions drive you crazy. 
I know, because I'm a white person, too. And we are from a white person, too. Why? We also have to remember that God gives us victory over the problems we face. When we know that God gives us the victory, we know that we already got the victory. We already, we God is still in control. Because even yes. when we start talking about Joshua in the biblical figure, and he showed um, how living faith towards God and gained victory against overwhelming odds, the lesson from Jericho, mm-hmm. which was recorded in six chapter um, Joshua 6, 1 through 27, and it helps us understand how God wants us to give victory over the problem that we face. And while most right. of us have heard about Jericho, few of us have put the principles to show the work in our lives. And, you know, when we start talking about that, because we deal with issues every day of our lives, whether it's depression, loneliness, addiction, defeat, despair, just to name a few, and now we got the even writer talk about, I don't want the coronavirus. You know, we got to remember. <laughs> you know, we like, I don't want the coronavirus. You know, we got to remember that there are things that we hide in our lives. We try to hide our fears. We try to hide our defeats. We try to hide our anxieties and outright defeat. But God knows that there is only one solution, and that leads them into the battles against them. So we got to remember that. And we also got to remember when our faith is being tested to be around those who will uplift you. That is important, Thea, because sometimes we have pity parties, the old woe is me, you know, People are depressed. Even as a therapist, I am very careful now. I'm very cautious with the spirits that I entertain. I know that everybody Mm -hmm. don't want my help. I know that some people just want somebody to just listen to them. I get that. But you've got to be careful. Because when your faith is being tested, it is important that you're around people that will encourage your faith. Meaning surround yourself with prayer warriors. These people will bring your situation before the Lord constantly. Through their prayers, the Lord will send help and give you the strength to endure. But at his timing, he will work everything out according to his perfect will. And see, that's where right. a lot of us get it confused here because we want it at our timing. We want it when we mm-hmm. want it done. It's not a Burger King, have it your way. It's his timing. Even with this coronavirus, it will sub. In in God's timing, not in ours. Exactly. Not in just take this pill or try this. Or if I go to the beach, the beach water go do this. It's gonna make me feel good. No, these numbers are increasing. I was watching something. You no, know, I saw something on Facebook, um, Thea, and it was it was all I could do was laugh. And what they said was, and I wrote it down. It said, even on Gilligan's Island. They listen to the professor before they listen to the millionaire. I was like, oh, we, you know. And when we start talking about these different things, and then I saw something, and it talked about COVID-19 lockdown in South Africa is causing a lot of stress for many mothers, and some might even be thinking about suicide. And if you're at that wow. point where you feel down, you feel um, a sense of despair, surround yourself with positive people, but don't let – that negative energy perhaps get off on you either. Because, again, when your faith is tested, it's time to be in a dialogue with friends and families that know how to bring your situation before the Lord and help you through guiding and comforting you. One thing with me as a therapist, Thea, what I do is I will make you laugh. I will find mm-hmm. humor in everything. I don't care. You could be boo-hoo crying. I'll look at you and like, what's crying about? You know, but I'll find a way to add humor to it. And it's not the disrespect. It's not that I don't care, but it's about changing the situation around. We can't both be in here crying. Anybody got that? That's one of your uh, that's one of your gifts God gave you and that's why you're so good at what you do. That's you. one of your gifts. Uh, you know I'll laugh in a heartbeat. Laugh, make a joke, do something. For real Um, Another thing is We also have to trust God When we focus our mind In the direction of God And proclaim his goodness We reflect his glory 
When we do this, we are filled with peace and contentment. This can help shift mm-hmm. our outlook related to our circumstances. You know, people used to say, how big is your problem? And it goes back to how big is your God? Because right. finding God in hard times can be particularly difficult. That's why it's so important to trust and hope that, you know, when you can't see the way, that even when you feel like you've lost all trust, turning to God will help you in your time of need. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we think that it's just us that need it. It's just us that want us. You know, he is definitely an on-time God. Another thing yep. is fast. When we start talking about praying, we also have to fast. They say fast and pray, fast and pray. But with fasting, this is probably one of the last things you think of doing when your faith is tested, but it can be incredibly helpful. When we need to hear from God quickly and we desire answers directly and, you know, expediently, we must fast and pray. God yes. honors the sacrifice and obedience of fasting. When we fast, mm-hmm. our spirits let go of the things of the world and become very sensitive to God's perspective. This ultimately releases right. God's power. When we do this, we put God on notice that our desires for him is greater than the desire for anything else. I was talking to Tony last night as I was trying to get the show together, and he was talking about because he don't eat meat. And I was like, ooh, I don't know if I could just be eating fruits and vegetables and all of that with no meat. I'm sitting there thinking, I done made oxtails, I done made meatloaf, I done made all I was like, you might not want to cut my house with all the meat I got. <laughs> but when I think about it, most people think I eat way more than I do, and I really don't eat a lot. I just be wanting food mm-hmm. around me all the time, but I don't eat all that food. But on my, I need to upgrade my phone because according to my phone, it got me looking like a big old sucker, sucker, sucker. But that's okay. Mm. That's okay. So what is what is your comment with, with fasting? I agree. You know what? I didn't learn until uh, last year and this year the importance of fasting. And it was pointed out by my pastor. I have to mention Pastor Morris Woods of the Friendly Church of God in Christ in Oceanside. Um if Jesus spoke on fasting, when the, his disciples came up to him and said, why couldn't they relieve that man of his demons? And Jesus said, mm-hmm. this kind of demon requires fasting. But Jesus, of course, could do it because he was God. But um, it made me realize, wow, okay, so the people that walked with Jesus and had no doubt that they had his same power couldn't even admonish a demon because they needed to fast, which in in breaking it down in our time, for me, means I have to, okay, I said, well, I don't drink no more. I don't fornicate anymore. I try not to lie anymore, so I'm not engaging in this worldly lust. Okay, but food and sodas, coffee and cigarettes, are part of just my fleshly lust. And so when mm-hmm. I sacrifice those things and I fast, I can go two, three days without a cigarette, without a cup of coffee, without a meal. I'm not, I know I can because I did it when I was engaged in other things. So if I can mm-hmm. do it for God, then just like you said, it puts him on notice. Okay, Father, this is how serious I am. I am sacrificing everything for you right now. Hear me. Money, I fast and he does. Because <laughs> things have been happening, doors have been opening. Girl, I ain't thinking about the casino, honey. I'm on a fast. So no call up for me. So even when I saw my little thing in the mail and it said $300, I said, it said $15 every day for 30 days. I'm like, that's $15. Do you know how much I'm going to give if I got to come that many days of the week? Yes, that's, that's how good they got. That's how good they have to make it look to the people because they want you to come back every day. I, I did the math last night when I was talking to a friend of mine who likes to frequent these casinos. I said, you figure, okay, Pala Casino pays its members. Say, let's just say, let's just use a ballpark number like 500 members. As I know I know some personally who get $10,000 a month. That's each, okay? So they vary from $1,000 to $10,000 payments per Person, so we use the number of five hundred members at the Poly Casino, five thousand dollars. That's two million five hundred dollars. So yes, they mm. need you coming back in there every day. They got to make them payments to their people. I ain't going. I'm they, not going. They they so. need people coming in there every day, dropping off their money so they can make next month's payments to the Poly Indian Tribe. 
Well, I'm a, I'm I'm saving mortgages, <laughs> car notes. You know, I got stuff I got to do. I need furniture. <laughs> Because I don't know if being you got your own people today. <laughs> I got, I got stuff I got to do. Okay, so lastly, because we got ten seconds left, is we gotta have faith. When your faith is tested, yes. one of the best things you could do is have faith in God's promises, and God loves and cares about you deeply. And in Hebrews eleven one, it says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen." God has so much for us, and we don't have when we don't have the ability to even comprehend. And Scripture reminds us that our faith can move mountains. And Matthew seventeen twenty, and it also reminds us that in First Corinthians two five that our faith should not be the wisdom of men, but the power of God. Our Heavenly Father knows our ending from our beginning, which is why he encourages us to just have faith in him and believe that all things are possible when we trust God and have faith in him and his word. We can genuinely praise God because we know that he is working it out for our good. And there's a yes. song about that. So I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Athea, I appreciate you and Tammy joining me today. And I also appreciate thank y'all you. for making sure I had some cough drops because I was so like, ooh, I left them on the cabinet. But you know what? Hey, y'all in control because I found some. So let me rest my voice. And on Monday, I know it is a holiday. It is Memorial Day. But because I didn't come yes. on last Monday, I want to talk about May is the month of lupus awareness month. So I want to talk about lupus because a lot of individuals are being diagnosed with lupus. They're having the symptoms, and especially those individuals that are trying to take this anti-malaria drug for the coronavirus, but, um, and it's taking away individuals for the medication for people that really may need the medicine. So if you have lupus or you know someone that has lupus and you want to share what's working for you, what's not working for you, let's talk about it. At Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio to call in. You can call in at 516-387-1914. And until Monday, remember, keep the faith. Bye-bye. Thank you, Thea. Bye-bye.